Are you ready to live in new dimensions with the power given to you by God? Well, you've tuned in to the right podcast. Welcome to Motivated to Greatness, where we discover the greatness within. Here's your host, Jerome Bouveret. Well, welcome to the M2G podcast. I'm your host, Jerome Bouveret. Are you ready to discover the greatness within? Well, then let's start today's journey. Now, listen, on today's topic, I want to talk to you about something that I think all of us don't really realize that we need to do, and that is this, how to be a leader in your own life, how to be a leader in your own life. Now, let me ask you a question. What comes to mind when you hear the word leadership? Well, if you're like most people, you automatically think of the business or the corporate world. However, the Webster definition of leadership is this, the action to lead a group of people or an organization. Notice it does not tell us exclusively business or corporate only. See, you can be a leader in your family, you can be a leader in your school, you can be a leader in an organization, your business, in your church. You are a leader in so many areas of your life. In fact, if you don't know it, I'm going to tell you right now, you're already doing this, you're already leading, and you're probably not even aware that you are leading because all of us have the ability to lead in our life. Why would we limit the amazing opportunity to be a leader just to business, just to the corporate world, just to being a manager? See, we need to learn how to be a leader in our own life, to be the leader of your life. When it comes to your own life, you need to learn and I need to learn to live it like a leader. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you feel like your life is leading you? Do you feel overwhelmed? Do you feel overworked? Or maybe you'd like to achieve a greater success in your life, or you want to make a greater impact on others. If any of these sound familiar to you, then I want you to remember this statement. Ray Kroc, who's one of the founders of the McDonald's Corporation, said this, the quality of a leader is reflected in the standards that they set for themselves. Did you hear what he said? He said the quality of a leader, it's reflected, it's mirrored in the standards, not that they set for others, but in the standards that they set for themselves. See, when when we talk about leadership so many times, when we talk about leadership to other people or when we hear about leadership, oftentimes our focus is on others, how leaders serve them, empower them and motivate them. That's when we think about leadership. And you say, well, I'm not a leader, Jerome. Well, I beg to differ with you. So many times we think that leadership is talking about outside leadership. It's talking about other people. We're thinking about, if I said the term leader, probably somebody comes to your mindset that you know that is a leader. Maybe it's a manager you had, or maybe a pastor that you had, or somebody in your life that was a leader. People who are successful in leading others are those who are successful in leading self. So when we think about leaders, we think about other people. What if we turn the tables though? What if instead of thinking about leadership in relation to others, we concentrate on the leadership that we can take in our own lives? 
what would that look like to you? We have always known leadership as the ability to lead people towards a mutual goal of achieving a result. A manager, a CEO, a, a, a boss, whatever the case may be. So that's how we think. But there can be no successful leadership, hear me closely, without the quality of self-leadership. You cannot lead anybody else unless you first learn how to lead yourself. I say it like this. You can't lead people to a place that you've never been. You can't lead people to experiences that you've never experienced. People who are successful in leading others are those who are successful in leading self. Leading people always begin with leading themselves. This is so key. And it has been discovered in, 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 in scientific fact, people have done research on it. It has been discovered that the best leaders in any organization are those who emerged as employees with a proven quality of work achievement through little or no external supervision. In other words, they were self-motivated. So, so if you're going to lead in your life, if you're going to be a leader in your life, you have to learn how to be a self-motivator. You can't wait for somebody else to motivate you to do what you need to do. You have to motivate yourself. You have to be accountable to yourself. Someone once said this, leadership is defined by the virtue of one's behavior. Self-leadership is the ability to work with the sense of personal accountability. If you're not going to hold yourself personally accountable, you can't lead anybody else. Again, you can't lead somebody if you're not leading yourself. So, so the virtues that you have, your leadership is, is defined by those virtues. It's defined by the behaviors that you have, and that's called self-leadership. In fact, self-accountability is self-leadership. It's important to be accountable to someone. We all need to be accountable to somebody. But accountability, my friends, begins with holding yourself accountable. We're talking about how to be a leader in your own life. You have to hold yourself accountable. People who learn to hold themselves accountable for their actions, for their words, and for their works before others do, are self-leading people. Too many times we wait for somebody else to point it out to us. But how about evaluating yourself? You have to be accountable to yourself. You have to discipline yourself. Self-leadership is self-discipline. This is one of the qualities that is lacking in so many people today. This quality of self-discipline. When we learn to yield ourselves to self-discipline, success and effectiveness accompanies each and everything that we put our hand to do. When we yield to learn, to, when we learn to yield ourselves to being self-disciplined, I got news for you. Success and effectiveness are going to be in your life because you're learning how to self-discipline. But De developing self-discipline to lead self begins with the commitment to do what? To bind yourself with doing what is right, even when no one tells you or when it's not convenient. 
So self-discipline is so key. If you're going to lead in your own life, you have to hold yourself accountable and you have to hold yourself to self-discipline. Self-leadership, what is it? I've said that term several times. Let me give a definition to it. Self-leadership is the ability to work with the sense of personal accountability. I'm going to say it again. It is the ability to work with the sense of personal accountability, which means you're going to lead yourself to do excellent work in no matter what you do, whether you be a business owner, whether you work for somebody else, whether you be someone that's in ministry, you're going to say, I am going to be, I'm going to lead self by holding myself accountable in personal accountability. And I'm going to lead myself to do whatever I do with excellence. Whatever I do, whatever I put my hand to do, I'm going to do with everything I got. That is holding yourself accountable. That is how the first steps of becoming the leader in your life. See, self-leadership is leading yourself to provide excellent work without being pushed to do so. In other words, why does somebody have to tell you, why does somebody have to tell me to give it my all? We should not have to tell others to give it their all. If you really want to be a leader in your own life, if you really want to lead in your own life, you have to learn and I have to learn to push ourselves to do whatever we do with excellence, to do whatever we do with everything that we have. Why? Because it is a personal quality that we must develop because the day is going to come when all of us are going to have to give an account to God about our work. So if we hold ourselves accountable and if we will discipline ourselves, that will lead us to do what we do with excellence. Now, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, I'm going to go 5 through, oh, about 6 or 7. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. But in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Notice he said, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. Listen, so many times when we talk about leading in our own life, we try to do it in our own power or we, we try to lean onto our own understanding. But, but it said, notice what the scripture says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. In other words, don't, don't try to figure everything out on your own. Now, I know we're talking about leading self, but there's a key to this, and that is you have to listen to that voice that's on the, on the inside of you. And notice what he said. If you'll acknowledge him, if you'll trust him, if you'll lean on him, he's going to make your path straight. He's going to guide you in the path that you need to go. He's going to give you the wisdom. He's going to give you the knowledge. He's going to give you all that you need to be the best leader that you can be in your life. Now, how do we be the leader of our life? How, Jerome, how do I lead in my own life? Now, I know you said be accountable to self. I know you said self-discipline, you know, have an excellence in everything that I do. But, but let me give you some practical tips. Let me give you several practical tips on how to be the leader of your own life. Number one, set goals for your life. Set goals for your life. Set daily, monthly, and long-term goals that are tied to your visions and your dreams. Don't be afraid to go for something big. Remember, nothing is impossible 
if you believe that you can achieve it. Once you've set those goals, ask yourself daily what you're doing to reach them. So if you're going to be an effective leader in your life, you have to set goals for yourself. You have to set those daily goals, set those weekly goals, those monthly goals, those annual goals, and even beyond that. And then ask yourself every day, what am I doing to achieve the goals that I've set my, for myself? So the first thing you got to do is you got to set goals for yourself. The second thing you got to do is lead by example. Listen, every day, it doesn't matter if you're a manager or not a manager. doesn't matter if you're a CEO or not a CEO. Every day, you're setting an example for somebody around you. This is especially true if you're a parent. You don't think that those children aren't watching you. You don't think that those other coworkers aren't watching you. Oh, they're watching you. Every day that we wake up, we are setting an example for somebody that is around us. Whether you realize it or not, you're either setting a positive example or you're setting a negative example. Your life is your message. That's a powerful statement. Your life is your message. So to be the leader of your life, you and I need to decide what message we want to send. So you have to lead by example. You have to make the choice that I am going to lead. I'm going to be on time for work, if not early. I say it all the time. I live by the rule that if I'm on time, I'm late. Listen, if you really want to be a leader, don't come rushing in the door and punching in last minute. Be there a few minutes early. Show them that you're serious about being a good employee. If 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 you're a, a boss or, or a business owner, show your employees what it means to do things with excellence. Don't cut corners and don't, don't try to do things just to get by. Set and lead by example. Again, your life is your message. Your life is your message. So if you want to be that leader, you got to decide what message am I going to speak to those around me? So you have to lead by example. Next, you have to be fearless. Too many people coast through life without ever taking the initiative to find the greatness within themselves. Instead, you and I need to teach ourselves to be daring, bold, and brave. Be willing to fall down. Be willing to fail at times but then get back up for another round. To lead in your life requires that you and I do things, you ready for this, that may scare the socks off us at times because life will begin to unfold in portion to your courage. Did you catch what I said? Your life will begin to unfold in proportion to the courage that you exhibit. So be fearless. Don't be afraid to take the risk. Don't be afraid to step out. Don't be afraid to take the chance. You have to be fearless. And you also have to honor others. Others will tell you to make sure you get all the credit and the validation that are due to you. That is the society's thought process. Get everything that's due to you. But being the leader of your own life, my friends, means learning to be humble and give away the credit. It means going out ahead of others is only part of leadership. You also have to go with them. Instead of seeking recognition for yourself, show that you stand with them and that you recognize and appreciate those that are in your life. Honor others. Honor your boss. 
Listen, find out what their favorite candy is and bring it in for them. Find out what their favorite pie is and bring it in for them. I know some of you may be laughing and say, Jerome, you don't know who I work for. Listen, have you ever heard the term kill them with kindness? Honor others. The honor principle is so powerful because what you sow, you're going to reap. That's Galatians tells. Galatians chapter 6, whatever man soweth, of that shall he also reap. Notice, he said, whatever you sow, you're going to reap it back. Isn't it interesting that scripture tells us that we get to determine what we're going to sow? But the principle is that whatever you sow, you're going to get that thing right back. So you have to honor others, honor your bosses, honor your children, honor your parents, honor your spouse, honor those around you. Next, you have to embrace new ideas and opportunities. Listen, I cannot stress this enough. Don't shy away from anything new whether it's an opportunity, whether it's an idea or an experience, turn every day into an adventure and work to turn all the programs, turn all the projects and turn all the processes into your life into possibilities. Everything, listen to what I'm about to say, my friends, everything was impossible until the first person did it. So work to always be that first person. So you have to be willing to embrace new ideas and opportunities. Next, ask questions. It's all right to ask questions in life. Become the person who is constantly asking questions. The more you question, the more you learn, and the more you seek out knowledge, the more you're going to know. If you weren't born with it, develop the drive to increase your knowledge, develop the drive to increase your skills, develop the drive to increase your understanding. Listen, I I love academia. I love studying. I love history. I love getting to know the foundations of things. I mean, I love studying all types of subjects. Why? Because I understand that if I ask questions, it's going to drive me to want to know something. And when I get into researching something out, that brings a, a knowledge to me. And now I say, oh, I get it. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Listen, I am 46, going to be 47 years old this year. And I still ask questions. Let me go a step further. Do you know and do you realize it's okay to ask God questions? God, why? There's nothing wrong with that. Now, I was brought up in an era where you didn't question God. You just didn't ask him why. Listen, God is not intimidated by your questions. God is not scared by your questions. Don't be afraid to ask the questions. It's very important. Ask yourself questions to stay focused. Simple questions to clarify issues and facts and complex questions for deeper insights into concepts and beliefs. Curiosity is an important way to become the leader of your own life. So don't be afraid to ask the questions. Do what's right. Next, do what's right, not what's easy. There are some things you simply don't take liberties with when it comes to integrity when it comes to honesty, when it comes to ethics, there is no room for compromise, my friends. Make sure that what you say and what you do are always in alignment. 
Keep integrity at the heart of your character and you will never lose sight of it. Yes, we're all human. And yes, humans are not perfect. But you can always make the effort to choose what's right over what's convenient or personally beneficial. Do what's right, not what's always easy. So many times we want to take the easy path. We want to take the path of least resistance. But sometimes in life, in order for us to be a leader in our life, we got to do what's right, what's legally right, what's morally right, and what's scripturally right. Do what's right, not what's easy. The next step to leading in your life is you have to find goodness and beauty in everyone and everything. Find goodness and beauty in everyone and everything. It's it's easy, my friends, to become overwhelmed by the negativity, by the ugliness that exists in the world today. But if we spend our time seeking out beauty in everything and in everyone, how different would your life be? How different would your outlook be? Are you a pessimist or an optimist? Do you see the glass as half empty or do you see the glass as half full? See, it is up to us to see, appreciate, and share the beauty that surrounds us every day. Every day you get to get up and take a breath. You get to put your feet on the ground. You get another day to move towards your destiny, to move towards your purpose, to move towards your your your, your life's journey that God's taking you on. But along that path, you have to find the goodness and the beauty in everyone and everything. Yes, even the trials. There's beauty in those trials even. But in order to do that, you have to actively reject pessimism. There will always be something to be negative about. Instead, practice zero tolerance for negativity. The more you reject things that that are defeatist, the more you reject things that are critical, the more that you reject things that are apathetic, the more room you leave in your life for positivity. As the leader of your own life and as the leader of my life, I have the power and you have the power to either make yourself miserable or happy with the choices that you make every day. So you have to actively reject uh, pessimism. You have to actively reject the the, the tendency to find negativity in everything. Listen, is it easy to find the negativity? Absolutely, it's easy to find the negativity. But in order to lead in your own life, in order to be that leader over your life, you have to make the choice to find the goodness and reject the pessimistic attitude, the negative attitudes. See, again, you have the power to make yourself happy or miserable with the choices that you make every day. So you have to actively reject pessimism. Next, you have to be the change you want to see in the world. You have to be the change that you want to see. Everything you want begins with you. It starts within. To live in the world of your dreams, you must, in Gandhi's famous words, be the change that you want to see. Dream big and start small. There's nothing wrong with having big dreams, but you have to be the change that you want to see in the world. Don't wait for somebody else to come along and do it. Don't wait for somebody else to set the path. You be the change that you want to see. 
Let it start with you. Next, and this one is so key. If you're going to lead in your own life, you have to surround yourself with mentors and teachers. I am forty, going to be 47. I have been in ministry, traveling, pastoring, leading people for over 28 years now. But I still have to surround myself with mentors and teachers, and not just mentors and teachers in the church world, in the business world. Listen, I ain't got no problem sitting down and listening to somebody teach me. Why? Because I understand I never stop growing. You can't grow, my friends, when you think you're the smartest person in the room. You can't grow when you think you are the smartest person in the room. We call it a know-it-all. Always be on the lookout for teachers and mentors who are smarter and more experienced than you. Be on the lookout for those that can impart things to you, that can teach things to you. Seek to be continually inspired by something and learning about everything. Encouraging growth and development is an important part to leading in your own life as well as in your workplace. So surround yourself with mentors and teachers. If you have a business you want to start, I've said it before, find someone who has a successful business in that field and sit down and learn from them. You want to learn more about the Bible? Sit down and listen. It may not always be just your pastor or a pastor. Find, sit down with somebody that, that can help you learn. Whatever it is you want to learn and gain knowledge in, find mentors, find teachers. This is going to be so key. Next, care for and about people. You have to care for and about people. Make sure that compassion and empathy, listen very closely, my friends, make sure that compassion and empathy are a central part of who you are and you'll stay connected to humanity. When you do, you'll not only become a better leader of your own life, but also someone others who chooses you to lead them. Someone else is going to choose you to lead them when you care for and about people. We live in a world where, where not all, but a lot of people just don't care about other people. I mean, there was a day when I was growing up, and I still do it. When I see somebody broke down on the side of the road, I'm pulling over and I'm checking out, seeing what's going on. What can I, listen, if I can't help you, can I make a phone call? But you know how many times I've seen people just drive by, drive by, or accidents, just drive by, drive, or, or, or just, just, we just don't care about in general. I'm not saying everybody, but in general, the attitude of our society seems to be a me, 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 me attitude. If you're really going to lead in your own life, you have to learn to care for and about people because let me help you. It's not what you do for yourself that helps you grow. It's what you do for others that help you grow. And what do I mean by that statement? When you pour out of yourself, you are now leaving room for more to be poured in. You literally have to be a river, not a pond. A river is constantly flowing, constantly flowing out of itself, and new flow is coming in. A pond has no outlet. It's just stagnant. Things grow in it that aren't supposed to grow in it. Why? Because it doesn't have that flow. So learn to care for and about people. This is so key. You have to do this. Benjamin Solola said this. So many people, organizations, ministries, and nations are limited because their leaders are not assets but liabilities.
Don't be a liability in your own life. Learn to lead in your own life. And I'm going to leave you with this scripture verse, Galatians 6 and 9. You ready for it? This is powerful. So let's not allow ourselves to get fatigued doing good. At the right time, we will harvest a good crop if we don't give up or we don't quit. My friends, learn today how to be the leader in your life. Listen, I hope you received some life keys today to help you live the life you desire and the life that you deserve. If you have a topic idea, here is our announcer to share with you how you can submit those ideas and also a few ways to stay connected to all things motivated to greatness. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Motivated to Greatness. We hope that you were encouraged to find your greatness within. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes of Motivated to Greatness with Jerome Bouveret. If you have a topic idea that you would like to hear discussed or simply have questions, please email your requests to kingdombif at gmail.com. Again, that's kingdombif at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Would you like to receive weekly M2G mobile empowerments? If so, please text M2G to 31996. That's the letter M, the number two, and the letter G to 31996. We want you to stay empowered. Here at M2G, we believe in the power of prayer. If you have a prayer request and would like for us to agree with you, we have a team of hundreds of prayer warriors across the nation who are awaiting your requests. Please email your prayer requests to kingdombif at gmail.com. Again, that's kingdombif at gmail.com. Thank you for your continuous support. For more M2G info, please visit our website at www.kbif.info. Again, that's www.kbif.info. You can also connect with Jerome Bouveret by following him on Instagram, Facebook, Periscope, and by subscribing to his YouTube channel, all at Jerome A. Bouveret. Thank you again for tuning in to Motivated to Greatness. Take the time today to discover your greatness within.